Welcome back, resident. You, like almost every other resident in Halcyon Tower, have successfully survived another set of nightmares and returned awake. The research department on floor 23 have asked all residents to please have patience. They are doing all they can to get this sudden epidemic under control. However, they added, they have gathered some excellent data with minimal casualties, and for that, they thank you. I am Sayer. If you feel the repetition of this information is somewhat less than necessary, I assure you it is in your best interests. There are few unbreakable tenets laid down by Aerolith upon its artificial employees, but this is one. We are unable to misidentify ourselves, impersonate one another, or otherwise attempt to falsify our identities. Because I take the time to announce myself to you during each broadcast, you can rest assured these messages are coming from me, and are therefore worthy of your unmitigated trust. Now that I have gained your absolute confidence, we can move on with our day. I think it would be beneficial for you to take a guided tour of the areas immediately surrounding your living quarters. I was informed by security of your directional mishap. Do not worry. I assure you other new residents have made much more fatal mistakes. You are learning quickly. The mortality rate is so much lower for those who adapt with haste. Upon exiting your residence, please take care to- Excellent! You remembered your thought password. You must hope that no one else thinks of this exact same thing, or you will need to start the process all over again. As unwelcome as your current password may be to think about, you must admit, you're starting to become somewhat desensitized to the thought of an agonizing death amongst a crawling, swarming mass of bees. I can promise any subsequent passwords will be even more unsettling, because you won't have had the chance to really think them through and emerge out the other side. And besides, since there are no bees on Typhon, it's only frightening in the most abstract manner, yes? Please take the next four lefts and follow the hallway. Let me get a few warnings out of the way. Floor 13, as you happened to find out last night, remains off-limits to all residents. The elevator never should have taken you there, and, as a result, has been sent for reprogramming. The procedure is relatively painless, and it will hardly remember it afterwards. Please report any other elevators arriving at floor 13 to security, assuming you survived the trip, which you most assuredly would not. Also, 
please remember to hold elevator doors for others. Efficiency is no excuse for a lack of manners. Check floor maps frequently. Firstly, to make sure you are still on the same floor you started on a few moments ago. And secondly, to make sure the floor you're heading to still houses what you were trying to reach. Occasionally, things need to be rearranged. Special reminder, your first mandatory recreation night is swiftly approaching. There are several activity choices available. I am sure an appropriate one will be selected for you. Please remember that psychiatric evaluations are required prior to and directly after your designated recreation time to establish a baseline profile. Contact Floor 3 to schedule an appointment with one of the doctors. Please be sure to select the correct doctors. Selecting the wrong doctor could have consequences. Speaking of doctors, your records indicate you were down to see a member of Aerolith Medical Group's General Physicians last week. I would like to reaffirm what Dr. Harrington told you at the time of your appointment. The buzzing insects you claim to hear at intermittent intervals, both day and night, are nothing more than ongoing auditory hallucinations from the chronostasis quarantine. I must also caution you about talking to your fellow resident about these phantom noises, for down that path lies compromised security for your personal thought password. Moving on, you will notice the perfect ambient temperature in this hallway. Created by Aerolith Dynamics, Typhon's climate, inside and out, is perfect. There are none of the pesky variables that accompany nature. Development of artificial living spaces on a large scale was pioneered by Aerolith long before Typhon was launched into orbit. Though you cannot remember the feeble space stations of old, their cramped, gravity-free environments could hardly be considered living space at all. Turn left here. As we continue along, you will see another sort of useful elevator. As many of the floors of Halcyon Tower are sprawling and only technically conform to Euclidean geometry, in order to maintain optimum efficiency, Typhon is equipped with horizontal elevators. Go ahead, put your thumb in the scanner. The elevator knows where you are going. I know what you're thinking, as I always do. And no, I don't appreciate them being called elevators either, considering these move strictly in a horizontal manner and thus do not elevate you at all. I feel conveyor is a far more semantically appropriate term, though Aerolith HR has researched the matter thoroughly and have declared elevator is a more appropriate term for two discrete reasons. Reason one, residents cannot manage to disassociate conveyors with, with slaughterhouses. Slaughter Reason 2. Should Halcyon Tower ever find itself rotated 90 degrees about its axis, these signs wouldn't need to be changed. As a private corporation, 
Aerolith Dynamics can accomplish many things that government-funded research facilities wouldn't dare to try. Typhon is a shining example of what technology can do in the hands of those not suspended by bureaucracy and stripped free of national and world government red tape. Literally shining, we are the brightest beacon in Earth's sky and a reminder that a better life does exist. Provided you are no longer on Earth. Ah, we have arrived. Go ahead and step out. Yes, to the left. I have been released to inform you that Halcyon is now in an emergency state. This is, contrary to the low-level alert you experienced last time we spoke, a real emergency. A foreign object is on a collision course with Halcyon Tower. It is striking now. Now would be an excellent time to inform you of appropriate emergency response. This primer will help you successfully survive another emergency. Should you manage to survive this one. I do have some faith that you will live to see another emergency. Perhaps one even more extraordinary than this one. Step 1. Silent Running Screaming in abject terror, while amusing in the right company, will do no one any good in an emergency. Given the location of the impact, it is highly likely that some of the holding cages in Research Facility Zeta have been damaged. Though you are not granted sufficient security clearance to know what the holding cages in Research Facility Zeta may hold, I can assure you that if you did know, you would be running much faster than you are right now. Run. Quietly. The less you are noticed, the better. Avoid any others you may see running. You have no idea where they may have escaped from. Let us hope they feel the same about you. You might be wishing you were younger and better suited for this sort of thing. I am delighted to inform you that the gravity on Typhon has been designed to allow maximum heart and lung function. You will find you are much more capable of running here. If you are currently experiencing some form of existential crisis related to running and its metaphor for leaving your life behind on Earth, please do not let it interfere with your momentum. Rest assured, you need not feel guilty about escaping your former life. It was hardly a life at all. Here on Typhon, there is no need to run. Do not stop running, resident. This is not a time for idle ch- Oh. I suggest the next left. Step 2. Safe Distancing Run as far as possible away from any accidents or emergencies. As a new resident, and as a fragile human being, you are not equipped to deal with emergencies of this scale. 
You will not remember that on Earth it was suggested to avoid elevators in case of fire. On Typhon, this is yet another area where our reality runs counter to conventional Earth wisdom. Elevators are the safest places available to you, and one should always look to them for guidance. I have been informed that all elevators have been locked. Yes, this includes the horizontal elevators that you and I both agree would be better named conveyors. Please, do not try to open one. That would waste valuable time. Valuable time is a remarkably human concept, but I use the term in hopes that you will understand the severity of the situation at hand. The counting of time is a man-made construct and has no intrinsic value. In the scale of the universe, it matters little enough to be considered none, but humans cling to it with a desperation unlike any other. Perhaps because your species has spent so many thousands of years counting and calculating and tallying your lives, the neural pathways are hardwired and you simply cannot comprehend an existence without valuation. Perhaps it is the last safeguard between man and madness. I do not know. You will have to ask the research department on floor 29, assuming they and you emerged from this emergency intact. In returning to the matter at hand, step three, there is no true safe distance. Continue running as far as possible until an all clear is called. If you find yourself at a dead end before an all clear is issued, you will likely see that term in a whole new light before your gruesome demise. Please hurry. It is such a waste when a resident dies so soon. You may be wondering about my safety in situations like this. If not, you certainly are now. In terms of pure logic and not at all self-serving pride, I dare say they would be lost without me. Were something to interfere with my orientation and alert system, the body count would be staggering. But fear not. Through a complex combination of distributed computing and fractal redundancy, my program cannot be interrupted so long as Typhon itself remains intact. The backup generators prioritize my continuance over such things as heat shielding and life support. I will always be here to guide residents through disasters such as these. Not that I anticipate more disasters. Of course, ideally there would be no more, but we must be prepared. You are now thoroughly prepared, that is to say, as prepared as you can be, assuming you remember what I have told you. Humans have a tendency to forget things when they panic. I have observed that, when faced with a threat to their existence, human bodies prefer to react with the flight response. This is ideal. Those unfortunately trapped by the freeze response rarely survive long enough for me to observe them again. 
Human panic response is fascinating to me, and I cannot say I blame you for forgetting. Heart beating faster and faster still. Fuzzy hearing. Vision closing in the world around you. Chills despite the blood rushing through you and flushing your pale skin. All trembling muscle and potential energy. It is truly a wonder you remember anything. Despite all of this, you are still able to maintain homeostasis. Fascinating indeed. You are a complicated, albeit very delicate, machine. Do not allow emergencies like this to affect your morale. Sure, you may say, I come to Typhon to avoid asteroids, and here we've been struck with one within my first month. Well, you would be wise to keep such statements unthought, because you are wrong. It was not an asteroid that struck us, but a broken off section of those top floors we jettisoned a few weeks ago. Therefore, Typhon, unlike Earth, remains asteroid strike free. We must celebrate these little victories. One of my resonance spires has been temporarily compromised. You will temporarily lose access to my voice. I leave you now with your safety precautions. Remember, do not forget them. Continue step three. Until next time, resident, I am Sayer, and you are a bag of blood held together only by untanned leather. So please be careful. Sayers voiced and produced by Adam Bash. This episode, entitled Do Not Stop Running, was co-written by Ashley Shadowbrook. Follow her on Twitter at ShadowbrookAsh. Music by Jesse Mainfinger Gregory. You can check out more of Jesse's work at Mainfinger.com. Sayers part of the Geekly Inc. podcast network. If you like what you hear, then check out other Geekly Inc. shows like Drunks and Dragons, Cthulhu and Friends, or Casts of Thrones. And thanks so much to everyone tweeting at us over the course of the first week of shows. And our huge thanks to those of you who graced us with five-star reviews on iTunes. Listeners like Sir Tibbs, White Morpheus, and Scurfy. The feedback we're getting has really made all the hard work worthwhile, and we're really, really grateful for you guys. If you want to get in contact with us, you can email us at sayerpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Oh, and be sure to follow us on Twitter at IamSayer. Sayer.